All the thoughts and ideas you hear on the show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We're just two guys having a good time talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Episode two of season two of Tasty 219. My name is Larry. With me, as always, is Greg. How you doing? Good evening. It's chilly, chilly January night. Yeah, it sucks outside, man, for real. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's only supposed to get colder tomorrow. Great. Great. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. It's, it's the Midwest, and it's the winter, and I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. So I should expect this every year because it happens every year. And every year when it happens, I'm miserable and hate it. And I act like I've never experienced it before. Yeah. So that's cool. And we had the one-two punch with the snow um, (sighs) back-to-back nights over the weekend. So That was wild. Yeah. So let's talk about something really quick that um, we like to do. Uh, We're approaching the season of Lent, uh, which starts on... Wednesday, March 2nd this year, that's Ash Wednesday, and it goes through Thursday, April 14th. Yes. And Easter is late this year, so that's why those dates are so late in the year. Something that we like to do every Lent is try a different fish fry every Friday. Every Friday, we generally go to a different one depending where we are or what's available, but we try to go make it different every uh, every week. Yes, and due to COVID last year, there weren't And the two... year before. Well, the year before, remember we started, I think we got three weekends in, and then COVID hit. Maybe, I don't recall. Yeah, completely. and then it, then it, like, everything shut down, and we could we did carry out on a few. But, yeah, last year was bad. It, it We ended up going to this one fish fry two or three times, uh, which we really enjoy, and it's probably in one of my top three that I've been to. Is that the Cherville one on 73rd? Yes, it's at uh, the Descent of the Holy Spirit. I do very much love this fish fry. Yes, and we've had our friends uh, Gina and Jordan come with us there, and they've enjoyed it too. I believe my parents have been there without us. Yes, I think they went the following week. You're correct. Cool. And it's at 545 East 77th Avenue in Cherville, Indiana. Uh, they have all of the information on their fish fries on their website, www.holyspiritsherville.com. And there's a Friday fish fries tab. Uh, they have their winter spring fish fries, and they've started uh, already this year. And they go through every Friday until Good Friday on April 15th. And on Good Friday, they open their doors at noon, and they have this huge bake sale. They have a mini bake sale every week, which we've seen all the delicious oh, treats. Oh, sure. I didn't know about this. Did yeah. I? I might have, whatever. You, I think you may have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What stands out to you about this fish fry? Like, legitimately? Mm-hmm. $2 wine. <laughs> like I knew you were going to say that. It's the $2 yes. wine, and it's like this sweet... Short-haired lady who was, I guess, the, the bartender there. And I go and I give her, like, a 10. And I'll usually get a couple glasses of wine and slam them with their tequila. And then get kind of warm inside and eat a bunch of fish. And it's awesome. And I just found out this last time that we went that when you tip them, that money is going into the parking lot 
pavement fund. So the bartender doesn't even get the tips. It's going towards an improvement at the church. Oh, well, so that's maybe I should like give something directly to the bartender. Well, she probably I mean, the, the won't conditions take it. of the parking lot of that church don't mean very much to me. <laughs> so one of the things that stands out for me at this fish fry, and they have, I think, like thirteen different choices of meals that you can get. Sure, um, fish, fish and shrimp combo. Um, they had cabbage rolls. I actually. I believe you can carry on, but I believe I have a picture of the menu. And uh, they have pierogies there. But the standout thing for me at this fish fry is they have cabbage and noodles. I do have it. As a side choice. So, like, if you don't want french fries or potatoes, Mm -hmm. you can have cabbage and noodles. And I think I pick that every time I've been there. There's a bunch of different kinds of fish. There's lake perch, tilapia, catfish, shrimp. Um, if you take kiddos there, they have chicken strips, a whole mess of sides. This is really amazing, actually. Yeah, I know you've had the mac and cheese. That's really good. Last year, I got the mac and cheese once, and it came in this giant foil trough thing, and it was nuts. And I got it again this time, and uh, it wasn't the case. It was still good, but it just was substantially less. Well, I think when it came in the trough size, that was when you ordered it as a side by itself. And I feel like those are bigger. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because with this dinner, you get bread and butter included. Mm -hmm. You get coleslaw included. And you got your side. And then you also got these delicious cupcakes as a dessert. That's all included for like, I think the most expensive meal is 13 bucks. You can't go wrong. And it's like four pieces of fish, four shrimp, like it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's and then, awesome. And then you can take home frozen pierogies and frozen cabbage rolls, all kinds of stuff. So this is one of our favorites. Another one that I want to hit on really quick, and that's because this one they have every Friday throughout the year, not just during lunch. Year round. And this is at St. Michael the Archangel National Catholic Church. And that's at 6629 west 133rd avenue in cedar lake and they also have a fish and shrimp fry tab on their website and it's www.smapncc.org they have the same type of setup um they also include a weekly special, which is like you can get ham and scalloped potatoes one week or turkey and stuffing one week. The week we just went to, they had pork chops, all kinds of different choices there yep. as well. They have that every Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. And, and some... Go sorry. Ahead. Oh. No, go ahead. The fish is bottomless. That's that's a really good point. That is the best point anyone's ever made. Yeah. Bottomless fish is unstoppable. Yes, you can have as much fish as you want there. Yeah. And another standout for here is as a side choice, you can get pierogies here. Yeah. And, and you can all you, right. Yeah, they were they were good. Uh you can choose from sweet cheese, sauerkraut, and potato. And you can mix and match them if you want. Both of these places accept credit cards as a method of payment. So, Which, I mean, feels like a thing you shouldn't have to say, but at a church fish fry, I feel like it might be a gamble. You don't know if that's an option. Because if you walk into, like, a gymnasium and there's a 75-year-old lady who you're telling you want fish to, 
you might have to pay cash. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good thing to bring up. So a lot of them, a lot of them will only do it one week out of Lent. Um, yeah. These ju- these just happen to be special. But, uh, and, um, I am on a handful of churches' email lists specifically for this reason, <laughs> uh, so I can know when the fish fries are coming. So yeah, I think I touched on the major points. Uh, do you want to add anything about these two? Um. You kind of covered it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, Like you said, the Sherville one being in your top three, that's probably a similar boat to mine. Yeah. I like that one a lot. It's going to take me a while to think of what my favorite one would be for sure. But, yeah, you'll hear a lot about fish fries in the next coming weeks and months. Yes. Something so we do. We look forward to to um, relaying those fish fries to you um, as well. No matter like what time of year it is, like usually in the winter around Christmas time, my boss is always like, hey, how many weeks till fish fry season and stuff? <laughs> and we like count down because he's big into fish fries too. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, so on to our regular p- podcast uh, subject. Um, still food. Still food. <laughs> this week we went to uh, Riviera Maya. Well... We have to do beer first. I know. I was going to get to that. Okay. So wouldn't we'll, interrupt. Oh, well, go ahead. Stop being crazy. <laughs> we went to Riviera Maya Taco and Tequila Bar in Highland, and we stopped at a Highland brewery this time. Would you like to tell us what the brewery was? We went to Fuzzy Line. And Fuzzy Line Brewing is at 2712 Condit Street in downtown Highland. And this is right off of the Erie Lakanawa bike trail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like right on it. Yeah. Uh, it would have been nice to know when we were biking. I don't think it was there yet. I think you're probably I'm accurate. I'm pretty sure it's that. decently new. Yeah. I'm not positive, but. Yeah. But it's uh, very conveniently located. Yeah. Oh, Ni- yeah. Nice pit stop if you're biking in that area. So, um,. We stopped in there. It was a very cold night. Um, it's always cold. And we were greeted by a young lady named Mac. Like and, the truck. And that's what she said, Mac the truck. She was sick. She was very <laughs> informative about the place. So welcomingly, welcoming and friendly. Absolutely. And there was another gentleman named Nick. And he greeted us as, greeted us as well. And um, they gave us little samples of things that we were interested in. The brewmaster there is Alex, and Alex focuses his brewery on sours, which is up Larry and mine's alley. Yes. They have different types of um, libations as well. They they have wine and drinks and that type of thing. They're open on Wednesday, Thursday from 3 to 9. Friday and Saturday, noon to 10. Sundays from 10 to 9. It's an all-ages brew pub, and they also had uh, food, which I'd like to go back and try sometime because I was really impressed with how um, welcoming they were. They also have half-price howlers on Wednesdays. Which is awesome because a howler is a decent size. And, uh, it, yeah, that I mean... Yeah. I made it sound like there was more to that sentence, but there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're excited because we own Howlers now. Because <laughs> that's the only way you can had, take out there. Um, I had some. I don't remember where I got them or what the context was, but I don't know where they are. 
But oh, I think you know where I think those were. I think it was from that whistle stop coffee place, Steam Whistle. Steam Whistle. Oh my God, you had howlers. I got a growler, uh, not a howler, <laughs> a full growler of cold brew from Steam Whistle. This was years ago, and it was just like it was sitting on the passenger seat of my car. And I'm like, oh, I'll pull on this for, like, weeks. It'll be fine. I drank that in a day and, like, <laughs> lost my mind. I was so caffeinated. <laughs> okay, so what did you pick from Fuzzy Line? Well, um, before we get filled our howlers, we did a sample of their heirloom sour because I saw it on their thing, and I'm like, what? I have to try this. But it's uh, it's tomato. Like, tomatoes from a local farm. I'm not going to try to say the name because I'm going to say it wrong, and that's going to be embarrassing. But, uh... And then basil, malts, and salt in a sour beer. So, like, a tomato. It's like a pasta sauce sour beer. I had to know. Yeah. And uh, it was strange, but it was fantastic. I loved it very much. I would absolutely drink it anytime. I was intrigued by it, but I didn't get the notes of the tomato or the basil. You must have been, like, congested or something because <laughs> they were there, man. It was wild. But yeah. uh, for my actual howler, I actually got their... Uh, their house-made seltzer, which is really just, like, um, a base that you can add syrups and stuff to, like, get whatever flavor you want. And the the flavor I got is, like, this strawberry, passion fruit, melon. Uh, there's another fruit in there, actually. I might have a picture of it, but I don't, and that's okay. Um, but it's delicious. I love it very, very much. And I have a big cup of it here. And it's orange, and it's pretty, and it smells awesome. What did you get? I got the Japanese Cowboy, which is a sour lager. It has kaboso juice, which is a Japanese fruit, pink pink guava, and malts from Sugar Creek. Now, something that I enjoyed about this brewery was they attempt to use malts and hops from different farms, where it seems like the other ones that we visited tend to get all their grains from the same and i do like that there's a local farm that provides all these breweries because we're surrounded by breweries um and it's cool that they get a lot of their hops from a local farm but they kind of outsource to all over which i think is neat yeah and some of them might be local i i wasn't really sure on that but yeah so i really enjoy this sour it's citrusy and crisp. He's taking a drink of it now. That's that's why there's a pause. And refreshing. I really, really enjoy it. It's good. It's a bright orangey color. You can't see through it, so that's good. Cool. I really Mine is a very bright orangey color. Yours is like a Halloween orange. And it, for it being a seltzer, it's not like... Super fizzy, which is neat. Even you liked it, and you don't like seltzers. No, I don't. But I absolutely love this. Well, that's good. I could drink this all the time. So, yeah, um, big shouts to Fuzzy Line. I was very, very happy finally getting to try their stuff. I've wanted to for quite a while now, and uh, I will absolutely go there again because I want to try the rest of it. I do I do. And, as well. Uh, they had a couple of food items there they had listed, and they all sounded fantastic. Definitely a place we're going to go, for they, sure. They have a brunch, too, that sounds amazing, from 10 to 2 on Sundays. There's not much more than I, I like than an awesome brunch. Yeah. It, yeah. it really brunch sounds good. So, moving on, we went to, like I said, the Riviera Maya Taco and Tequila Bar. 
Yes. And that's in Highland, Indiana, on Indianapolis Boulevard. And we were the lucky uh, gift recipients of gift cards from your mom and Leroy for Christmas. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. To do a show. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. And do you want to go, and what were your first impressions of it? Um, We walked in, well, because I'm almost positive that within the last three years, that location was a Jell Sosimo's Pizza. I'm almost positive. Um, That has nothing to do with anything. Don't know why it was necessary to say. Um, The decor in that place is very cool. Lots of fun lighting. Lots of super bright sugar skulls and stuff everywhere. Um, They have a neon pink sign that says... Uh, feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty or it might be the other way around which there is a really like notorious taco spot in Chicago that has the same sign so if they're not like associated with one another they straight up just like hey we're doing that too which is fine it's a cool sign I would put that sign in my room I like it it was yeah it's hilarious I like it I like when people tell me I'm handsome and I love tacos so <laughs> it all checks out I love the whole thing but I really, I really liked all the lighting, the, the little stringy, dangly lights, the super cool individually colored light bulbs around the bar top. Um, just really vibrant and colorful, but it wasn't bright and in your face. It's, that sounds weird when I say it, it was like mellow vibrance, but that's really what it was. I enjoyed it. From the moment I walked in... There were those vibrant colors, and you mentioned the different neon signs with the comical sayings. Mm-hmm. Um, the aroma and the smell when we stepped into the lobby, it made you want to eat their food. It was sure. so inviting Absolutely. and pleasant, and yes, it was great. Um The temperature in the room was perfect. You know, a lot of times we go to these places and it's either cold or hot. But yes. for a nice winter evening, the temperature was perfect. And it, and it was a really That's welcome true. change. From the, from the menu and the atmosphere, it, it seemed to me that it was like very commercial. Almost like a Chi-Chi's or a Hacienda type place. Um, I guess I can kind of see what you mean, just basing, like, their branding and aesthetic just seemed really established, like, they had it down really, really well, so it seemed like, hey, this can't be the only one of these, but, uh, I just think they did it really well. I think whoever branded them did an awesome job. Exactly, and their web, web page describes their venue as a fun, hip, and festive, family-friendly uh, restaurant featuring a modern take on Mexican cuisine. That's which pretty dead on. I think it is a dead on description of that. So, yeah, my first impression was very good. Very good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then we go on to the server and service. And sure. this was a huge negative for me. Really? A huge, huge negative. No one ever introduced themselves. No one was overly friendly. We didn't have a dedicated server. I think we had four different people at at one time giving us different things. Uh, 
for this venue and the variety of tequila and drinks and um, what was that that wall where you could pour your own beers and right where, like they have this these taps on the wall and they're like what's that that wine place in Valpo you know what I'm talking about uh, there's also a place called Poor House that's like that yeah but like they give you elements like, like a, a little Element card type of thing, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. You stick it into the the tap that you want, and then it charges you by the ounce. You do it yourself. I think that's cool for this kind of a venue that had all of this. Th- there needed to be an excl- explanation of the menu or a dedicated server who is there to answer your questions. I feel like if we weren't sitting at the bar and we were sitting at a table, we might have had that. But since we were sitting at the bar, I feel like that might have been. I almost feel like we should have been more likely to get that at the bar. Because well, we were right there and they could point them out and, and show you. Maybe so, but I, I, I'm not sure if the bar staff is going to be as well versed in the food menu as a normal server and then vice versa with the drink situation with the regular servers. Right. For me, it was a, a big negative. It it almost, you know, it the service was just okay. Okay. I thought um, we primarily had two guys who were behind the bar that were helping us out, and I thought they were both sick. They were super nice to me. Um, they were pretty mellow and laid back, but I also really like mellow and laid back, so it kind of... It worked for me. That's fine for most instances, but this, uh, I really wanted someone to be telling me about the products and the. There was there was just so much there that we didn't know about. And then I I talked about the menu to you as well. I feel like that menu needs to be redesigned, because the plates of food that were coming out were beautiful, and made you want to eat them but the menu menu didn't fit what was coming out of the the back kitchen to me maybe so and then we saw those margarita flights i mean those would have been nice to have been described to us those were really pretty it is on the menu it's on the menu and also i remember on the way there i was going through their drink list i'm like oh they got margarita flights let's get that it did happen. Yeah, I, I just, I, I think the menu is too commercial for, for, for what it is. I mean, you need to be explaining the highlights of your restaurant, not trying to be general. I don't think. So to me, the service and and that was a miss. Um, then we go on to the drinks, and I'll let you go first. My drink was called an El Cartel, which um I got for two reasons. Um, well, I, I shouldn't say. That I got it for multiple reasons. For one, um, a drink named after like a a group of guys who like wear white suits and move drugs in movies is a fun thing to name a drink after. I think that's cool. Um, I also really used to like a band called Cartel, like 2006, and um, the the stuff that was in it sounded really awesome. It is a uh, mezcal, like real smoky tequila. Um, lime, elderflower, liqueur, and cucumber. I never intentionally get drinks that like always have elderflower liqueur yes, in them. You it's do. It's never on purpose. <laughs> and then I, I, I read them. I want that. And after I ordered it, you're like elderflower. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Shocking. But I guess I really like it. But also, I've never had it on its own. And I feel like if I did, it would taste like hand soap. 
Yeah, I feel like it would be like shampoo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but uh, it was really pretty. There was like this super thin slice of uh, cucumber that was kind of it wavy. scrunched together on yeah. a toothpick. It was very, very pretty. Um, the drink was really mellow and fresh and clean tasting. Um, it's making it sound soapy. <laughs> Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, will you have a picture of this up on our yeah, socials? Yeah, there, there's a picture there. You'll see it. Okay. And now, now we go on to my drink. And do you have a description of your drink? Because I, I do. I didn't have a picture of what that was on the, men, the menu. And your drink looks nuts. It was so pretty. It came in that uh, pottery type yeah. vessel, and it was it was a straight up like. Um, terracotta vase that was print, like painted yes terracotta that's the word that i was escaping me and, I and, it, was, and it was brightly painted and flowers and mm-hmm. it was so beautiful it was real like they brought it out and i was like wow look at that that's cool and it was a pretty big size yeah uh it was called a paloma and i've had palomas before and it's a tequila uh grapefruit orange and lime juice and grapefruit soda drink it was so delicious, and it was served in that beautiful pottery glass, and it was rimmed with this very spicy um, uh, salt. I want to say it was it had like tahini and yeah. I think everyone wants to um, go down to that level, but I don't know if it was tahini or not. It could have been. I don't remember tahini being that spicy. Tahini's pretty spicy. But anyway, I just pushed it over the side and then drank from but, it and. Uh, was, and that rim on there was heavy. That glass was. was heavily And it was rammed. almost sparkling. It was it was gorgeous. It, and uh, I took a sip of that, and I definitely got some of the rim, and that, those two flavors together was wild. Very, It was very, very good. And they weren't that badly priced. I think mine was $9, and I think yours was 8 maybe. Yeah, and if you, you go to, like, a, a taco or just restaurant like that, and they have like their own craft cocktails with like really decent ingredients and stuff. They're like sixteen bucks. Like that was a pretty solid, solid price for that. Yeah. So they get props. They get props from me for the drinks, and I definitely have two plus marks next to that. Cool. Then we go to apps, and uh, you're automatically served the the warm tortilla chips, and they were a good, sturdy chip. Um. When I look at the chips themselves, I'm almost kind of doubting that those are house-made chips. Um, just because they're really uniform and kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, but regardless, they were delicious. I don't care where they were made. They were awesome. They were good. And then that they had that nice, thick salsa, and mm. it just had the appropriate heat for me. Because I'm a baby when it comes to spice. But... It was. It had oh, a yeah. little, little zip at the end, and you can really taste the. Those tomatoes aren't roasted on a grill over a flame. You can taste that in yeah. there, a yeah. thousand percent. It my, was very good. It was very good. My only complaint was I thought it was too small of a serving, for all those chips. They I gave. think all food is too small of a serving. Well, yeah, but usually they bring you a little like a sure. flask of salsa that you could pour in more or. That's, at least that's just El Salto that does that. Nowhere else does that. At least, at least offer you some more salsa, which they didn't. They offered us more chips. They did, and they, we it's because we ordered guacamole as our appetizer. I was just gonna say, yeah. And, uh, then we that's had probably why we didn't get more salsa because we had an, an additional dip. Okay. Um. 
But you talk about the guac. And the guacamole was okay, just okay to me. Um, I liked it. I don't like it that smooth. I like mine a chunkier salsa. And um, it was tasty. It just, it was just okay for me. Yeah. There was, uh, what's it called? Like, queso fresco sprinkled on top, which I thought was cool. Um, wasn't the prettiest ball of guacamole I've ever seen, by any means, but uh, it was good. It was uh, a pretty standard middle of the road, nothing too wild. Can't complain about it, but it wasn't special. I agree. Yep. But it wasn't bad, by any means. No, I didn't say it was bad. I just, it was, I, I like mine chunkier. I love a chunky guac. You know who makes a good guac? Who? You. Thank you. Your guac is really good. I do make a good guac. Maybe uh, one of these days I'll I'll put a recipe up for people to see and use. It's very easy, and uh, it's nothing too crazy in it. All right. Then we go on to our entrees. All right. What'd you get? I got the shrimp and chicken fajitas. And um, the server strongly suggested that I get them Riviera style, which is a seasoning that he described as a black pepper flake seasoning. I wish I wouldn't have gotten that. I think I would have enjoyed these so much more if it did. I mean, my lips were on fire the whole time I was eating them. Um, the portion was huge. Huge. My shrimp were a good-sized shrimp, and I have plenty of them, maybe eight, nine, ten, and lots of chicken and the vegetables, the green peppers and the onions. They were so good, and the tomatoes. Everything was good. It was really good, good-sized portion. I just wish I wouldn't have gotten that seasoning on them. I really liked it. I really Well, did. you love also, black pepper. I'm a- I don't know how to describe it. I love pepper way more than whoever is listening to this right now. I like pepper way more than you do. You do. It's it's weird. It's probably a, an issue, I guess. I don't know. But I love black pepper. Yeah. Love it. I can remember when we were doing the lemon rice episodes. and Yeah. I'll, I'm shaking a pepper shaker. By the time see. you were done with it, it looked like pepper soup instead of lemon rice soup. Lemon pepper soup. Lemon pepper's a thing. And what did you have for your entree? Uh, I had the Riviera Salmon Tacos. And that is a Riviera-style marinated salmon, cabbage, and cilantro. Um, Doesn't sound like a lot in words, but uh, they brought out the three tacos. They were beautiful. They were gorgeous. Gorgeous. Very gorgeous. Very stuffed. Super flaky salmon. Um, both like green and purple cabbage. Um, a lot of color, a lot of flavor, a lot of like crisp coolness, but like still uh, like that just warm, fishy, like whatever to the salmon. Uh, squeezed a little bit of lime over top, and they give they give you a little cup of like verde, like green salsa. It's great, and uh, both of ours came with just like traditional. Rice and beans. Right. That's uh, and the sides, which are next. The, oh, oh, y'all can cross that bridge when they get there then. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of fish tacos. I get them, I don't want to say exclusively, but damn near exclusively. I get fish tacos a lot. And uh, cabbage and marinated grilled salmon, um, 
not something I see too often on a, like a traditional style taco. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll do that. And if would, I go to like a, if I go to a place like Ricochet or something to get tacos, they I would expect some kind of off the wall stuff like that there for sure, yeah. but not at a place like this. And so our listeners can appreciate it more too. And well, they'll see the pictures, but it wasn't just cabbage; it was purple cabbage. Mm-hmm. So it was really pretty. The only thing that I thought would have pushed this over the top would have been a lime crema. Oh, you said that, and then like when I'm eating it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. That would be so uh, good right here. Pull that cabbage mm-hmm. together with that salmon. It was all good, but yeah. You can blast a lime crema on anything, <laughs> and it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought our entrees were good. And the portions were so huge. It, it was just the three tacos, but they were tacos, man. They were packed. Right. And then and, uh, I almost, it's very, very rare that I order flour. But with fish, I don't know. I are You're either supposed to, like that's the, that's the time you're supposed to do flour, or maybe it's the other way around. But I did, and I don't regret it. Well, good. I feel like corn would have fell apart there. But and then if you're I'm doing like pork or steak or something. I'm doing corn all day. Yeah. And then you were going to go into our sides, which go ahead. It's regular refried beans and rice, man. Like the, the normal sides you would get at a Mexican restaurant. And those beans were quite possibly the best refried beans I've ever had. Totally agree. Star of my plate for sure. I shouldn't even say my plate because they were. Uh, each, served, each side was in its own little bowl. Yeah, in these cute little bowls with white rims, and mm-hmm. they were really, really pretty. Absolutely. But, yeah, the refried fried beans, for me, they were the star. Uh, they were flavorful. Uh, they weren't that drab, gray, brown refried bean no, you usually were... get. They had, like, an orangey tint to them. That... I'm wondering if that's from all the crazy lights surrounding us. But it wasn't. Uh, it was It was something in them that made them have this great flavor, I think. True. They were so tasty. And the rice was pretty. It was an orangish-red color. It was just okay, average. It was your standard rice you would get at a, a Mexican restaurant, but it was, it was very good. Yeah. But it was nothing to write home about. You've had it before. But those beans were something, man. Yeah. I could eat those beans all the time. All right, so we're up to dessert. Do you want to keep going, or do you want to take our typical Let's take a break? minute, and um, I was going to say I'm going to refill this beer, but I don't need to yet. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll drink it quick, and then we'll, we'll do that. But yeah, see you on the flip side. All right, we are back. How was your break? Break was good. And again, we're talking about the Riviera Maya Taco and Tequila Bar, at 9318 Indianapolis Boulevard in Highland, Indiana. They have on their website to claim to be Northwest Indiana's most popular taco and tequila bar. And we're up to the dessert section. Cool. And we decided to share a order of the churros with ice cream. And when we got the plate, again, it was this long, rectangular, white plate. And uh, it had uh, swirls of chocolate and caramel over three pretty good-sized churros, probably 12 inches, uh, 10, 12 inches. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, and then they had this dish of ice cream. 
which um, I thought had like a spicy flavor, but you said you thought it was rum. And I that, tasted rum and, and that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And the coconut, yeah, that, that texture was not pleasant for me. No, that ice cream was, it wasn't bad, but it was weird. Yeah. The flavor was not good and the texture was bad. And the churros were good. The churros were all right. Yeah. There, I like that there was some kind of cream situation in the center. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. But uh, they were. And it had the typical cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, It was very pretty, though. Yeah, for sure. So then we go on to presentation. And I'm going to recap. My drink was very visually pleasing. With Mine that as well. Terracotta pot. And yeah, that was really good. All the dishes and the serving bowls were nice and pretty. Um, and there was plenty of food, just plenty of food. So uh, the presentation was really wonderful for me. I agree. My drink was pretty. My tacos were gorgeous. All around, yeah, everything looked nice. Yeah, and like I said, the decor, that was nice. It, it looked clean. Um, all those beautiful different bottles of tequila. You there know. was like, I think, 62 or something. There was a lot. Crazy and amount of tequila. Vast majority I have never heard of because I guess I'm not a, a tequila person. Yeah, and I love glassware anyway, but they had some that were tall and skinny and short and fat ones. and um, yes. They were just beautiful bottles. So then we go on to scoring. Unless you have anything else you want to uh, add that we didn't fit in? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I do. There was a decent-sized party right behind us. Oh, this uh, is good to about bring eight, up. Eight to, eight to 12 yeah. women hanging out, talking, celebrating one of their friend's birthdays. And the music in there was not loud at all, by any means. Like, we were sitting at the bar having a conversation, and everything was fine. And Go then shorty. Instantly, I don't, not instantly, but suddenly, <laughs> In the Club by 50 Cent is blasting, like, loud as hell. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, early 2000s, 50 Cent, this loud, I'm into this. I think everyone was dancing like, in like their seat. This album as a whole, I absolutely love it. This is great. And, like... This short little server girl comes going around the corner with these sparklers as big as her arms, spraying sparks everywhere. And they got a sombrero and a big platter of shots and stuff. And I'm like, ooh, this is a cool thing to do. They have all these crazy birthday packages there. They are super expensive, but loud 50 cent and the sparklers and the shots, it sounds tight. Yeah. I like all that. I, yeah. I want to do that. They're big on birthdays for sure, yeah. that. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. I couldn't forget that super loud 50 cent <laughs> blasting in my face. It was awesome. <laughs> and then do you want to talk about the goblets drinks? I didn't see one of the goblets made, oh. but on their menu, they have a section called goblets. And I was like, oh, what's that? But they're like 40 bucks and it's a bunch of different liquors and juices and stuff. And I guess a goblet and next to me on a table or counter or something were these big glass goblets I'm like that's gotta be what it is i really wanted to get one but they were also super expensive so i didn't get one but that sounds awesome they almost reminded me of those fishbowl cocktails that you talk about yes absolutely um fishbowl cocktails are 
for lack of a better word, ridiculous. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's literally a fishbowl mm. filled with liquor yeah. and a straw. Yeah. Why does that exist? Right. No one needs that. That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Whatever. let's go on to scoring. Okay. Uh, and our first category is always ambient setting and mood. Okay. And I'll go first. Sure. Um, again, I I was visually pleased by the vibrant colors. The temperature of the room inside was perfect for a cold night outside. The aromas of the food waiting in that foyer got you in the mood to try their food. Um, it's a five for me for ambiance setting a mood here. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go four. J- like, I agree with everything that you said, but just because I know the Feed Me Tacos and Tell Me I'm Pretty sign wasn't their idea. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. <laughs> It was still. It's hilarious. It's, it, it, still, it's yeah. awesome and it's clever and it's fun. I had, but it's not their clever. I had never seen that before, so fair enough. I enjoyed it. Okay, and for value, I'm giving them a four. And all I have to say is there was plenty of food and it was good. Sure. I mean, that's I'm giving them a four there too because yeah. uh, the food was of a solid quality. Um, it wasn't overpriced by any means. It was actually pretty. Like appropriately priced all around. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Then we go on to service. Okay. I'll let you go first this time. Uh, I'm going to give these guys a four. Um, nothing was super standout, um, but they were good. They constantly checked to see if I, I needed anything. Uh, they were mellow. They were nice. They were friendly to me anyway. Uh, yeah. I thought everything was fine. Okay. Um, apparently, we weren't sitting in the same place. Um, I I give give them a two and a half. That um, might be the lowest we've given anyone for anything. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, well. <laughs> I give them a two and a half. Uh, the menu, especially on the drink side, was too extensive not to be explained by the servers. Their servers were not overly friendly. We had multiple people serving us, and I wasn't sure who our server really was. They did not, they did not explain there was an automatic 15% tip on our bill. And I don't believe that was explained on the menu either because I looked later. So, and we didn't get asked if we wanted more salsa. I was never asked if I wanted water. You were giving me sips of your water. So, yeah, I think the service there really could be revamped and um, focus on what what draws people into their establishment. Okay. Yeah, they should be explaining that wall with the pours and you pay by the ounce. And they should be explaining the different type of, types of tequila they have or the flights or or something or have signs up or I don't know, anything. So, yeah, the service wasn't, wasn't up to par for me there. Now we go on to presentation. And for presentation, I'm going to go the opposite way and I'm going to give them a five. 
everything was presented beautifully from my drink to my entree to the churros at the end. Everything I, I was watching plates after plates come out of the kitchen, and I'm like, I, I turned to you and I said, Where was that on the menu? I was talking, I was thinking about those um, carnitas fries that the gentleman next to us got. That plate was huge. Yeah. Did you see those? Yeah, and I remember seeing them like, hey, let's get those. Yeah, I know. But we didn't. I know. And that's what I said. So I I think the menu needs to be re- reworked too to um, showcase those things to people. Um, but yeah, everything that came out was beautiful. And there was plenty of food on the plates. And um, like you said, those goblets were pretty. And um, they had the special... Uh, margarita flight cups and everything had a special vessel that it came out in mm-hmm. so they deserve a five on presentation i want to give them a four and a half on presentation just because you nailed pretty much everything i was going to say okay good yeah. well then i'll let you go first on quality and taste uh quality and taste i'm going to go three and a half um out of ten? Oh no oh this is out of ten not five Oh, uh, then I guess I'll go seven and a half. I'll go seven and a half there. Um, oh wow, yeah, I'm really. That's not at all what I meant. Um, you should see my eyeballs right now. <laughs> good one. Um, why is that the score I'm doing? Um, it was good. It was solid. It was pretty. Um, nothing was. Bad tasting. I'm really falling over my words. Not coming. Nothing. What I'm wanting to say isn't coming out. This sucks. Um, some stuff was not exciting. the The guac was just fine. The rice was just fine. Um, it's almost like you're reading my notes word for word. It's so funny. Your, your notes are you going um 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 and not saying anything? No, no that's no. exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> for what you are saying word wise, but the, yeah. um. The rice and guac being just fine, but everything else being really good kind of balances it out to just being like a middle-of-the-road score. So seven and a half is where that falls for me. And see, that's where I'm at. When we talk about food, a seven is a solid score. You know? I mean, you try to... We, we were talking about being too, too high-scoring last, sure. last season. I don't think we were too high... Um, we're just coming into reality here. Um, I'm with you. Same exact score down to the half. I gave them a seven and a half on quality and taste. And my notes read verbatim. The guacamole and the rice fell flat for me. The fajitas would have been better for me if they didn't have that Riviera seasoning that was pushed on me by the server. Um, Pushed is not the right word. Oh, I ordered the regular ones, and he's like, I highly recommend that you get the other seasoning because people say the other ones... A recommendation isn't a push, though. He wasn't aggressive about it. I thought he was pretty aggressive about it. Well, you also think mayonnaise is spicy, so you're nuts. Um, And I didn't really care for the ice cream, so that's why I gave them a seven. Oh, yeah, that too. So I still stand by it. We're pretty much on the same page there. All right. So when I total my scores, I get 24 points. And when I divide that by six, I give them a four. 
So do I. <laughs> and Lar- to Larry's, Larry's flashing me his phone calculator with the 24 <laughs> points as well. So that's because pretty funny. Because I need funny. to use a calculator to add up four and four and <laughs> seven and a half and then divide it by something because I'm an idiot. Well, no, you're not an idiot. You just don't use the scoring sheets that you made for me. So. Well, you've told me mo- many times not to. Yeah. Well... Um, that makes you sound like a jerk. You're like, they're my scoring sheets. That's not the case. No, that's not. I've never You're said just that. Mo- no, I'm, I'm explaining okay. why. You're just more organized and generally better <laughs> than I am. No, I'm not better and, at um, all. No, but you've, you've said on multiple occasions that it wouldn't be me if I had notes. It wouldn't be as organic and fun and like free form so that's why i don't do it i don't do notes on this show on my other show i'd use extensive notes but that's neither here nor there it would be a very boring show if there was two of me two of us just reading notes like you know yeah so i I have my references really my my notes are um i snap a picture of the menu with a description of my dish and then i look at the picture of my dish and then kind of just wrap off that but anyway that's what we thought about that yeah Good episode, I think. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, some you know some episodes you feel like boy you're struggling through them, and other ones you're excited about. And this one felt really good to me. I really enjoyed uh, doing this episode with you. Thank you. Me too. I did too. Yeah. So well, I don't. Uh, I don't think we have anything planned for the next one yet. I don't think um, we have anything planned really other than like mentioning fish fries here and there for this whole season. So we got some work to do. Well, we did that. And then, well, to be fair, we did do our um, three goals for the next season. Sure. Well, we'll, and, get, we'll get that going. Uh, yeah. I think we got a good start on that. Um, we did get a handful of other gift cards for Christmas to do shows on. So maybe next week we will do one of those. I won't say anything because I don't know what we're doing, but that's likely the case right so i guess really i'm just telling that to you because uh yeah (laughs) no one knows what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right cool though i had a good time me too uh, thanks for hanging out and uh listening everyone until next time all right you take her easy